Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And in more science news, uh, you guys, engineering students at Johns Hopkins University have come up with a pretty helpful invention. Check this out. It's called Tasty Tape. The edible adhesive is made of food-grade material and organic adhesive. It makes sure that the ingredients inside your favorite wrap stays tucked tightly inside when you eat it. They say it's safe and has the strength to hold a fat burrito together. Yeah. It's about time. Fantastic. Now I can stop asking the guy at Chipotle to staple my burrito. Oh, that's great. It is a problem that has uh, <laughs> caused us all uh, consternation when everything falls <laughs> Certainly. apart. Absolutely it has, yeah. As funny as I listened to that joke, I was thinking, who among us has ever taped something and said, boy, I wish I could eat that tape? <laughs> <laughs> but now I get it. Yeah, sure. I get it, yeah. Everything huh. falls out of your burrito? That's very annoying. Um, maybe later this hour we'll get to some good classic talk radio about the whole Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue and the plus-sized gal on the cover, and the reaction. I mean, there's some there's some good classic talk radio in there. Oh, yeah, especially because I've got the headline, the uh, university, Woke University's new crusade is uh, anti-fat bias. Okay, that so, all, that so all that fits that together. Is, 
It all fits together. You know, getting back to burritos, speaking of fat, wow. maybe if America's burrito merchants wouldn't make burritos big enough to feed a family of four, the ingredients wouldn't fall out there, Tubby. Hey, and you, you wouldn't need some sort of modern food tape, huh? Since you <laughs> since you mentioned it, um, Sam and I went out to eat on uh, uh, the other day to eat, to get to spend some time together, which is part of the whole wonder of the whole divorce thing. But... um. So we could spend some time together. Uh, and uh, we're eating and uh, got into the discussion about how much freaking food we had. I mean, just, you know, each of our entrees. Um, and that's why there is an obesity problem, because more people eat out and the, the, the servings are so giant. I mean, the cheeseburger I got, I didn't look at the calorie count on this one, but I'm sure with the fries, it was probably up nearly 2,000 calories. Just that cheeseburger and fries. And I, have you ever come across the explanation of how we got here on that? Because why were servings, if you're not old enough, you don't know this, but back in the day, they weren't ginormous like this. Why? Mm-mm. Why? The same incentives existed. Did somebody just figure it out all of a sudden? Hey, if we offer them way more food... Even though it costs us a little more, we'll get X more business and come out ahead. Is that what happened? Or? Yeah, I think so. And just, uh, you know, the, the world of the middle 21st century, for instance, was not a world of gluttony and conspicuous consumption. Um, and it just ratcheted up. I well, think. I'm, I, I can be guilty of gluttony like anybody can. I don't think it's conspicuous consumption that makes me eat the, the whole giant cheeseburger. But um, uh, it, it's just I would prefer if it were smaller. I well, actually you know, would. I actually would prefer it to be smaller. I, I, w- I would think there might even be a market for a restaurant with smaller portions. I don't know. It seems uh, probably counterintuitive, but reasonable Ricks, non-gorging proportions. I realize I'm not the average person, but does the average person go to restaurants because the serving size is so big? I've never done that in my life. Well, let's go I, there because I they did. give you way more food. I, I did, like, uh, up to a certain point in my life, just because you got more for your money and as a hungry young male, you know, that was, that was attractive. Does, does anybody ever walk out of a restaurant at this point in their life feeling like they got shorted? No. Well, no, almost no. Michael? No. I have avoided restaurants because I've seen the clientele. I've done that before in my life, too. I've, I've walked out of ice cream shops before. Where I looked around and thought, yeah, okay, let's uh, do the math here on the uh, who's in here and what we're eating. Well, well, maybe know, eat I something think, else. I think this goes way deeper than than anybody can accurately, you know, diagnose or or cure. I mean, for instance, a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about a high school baseball game, suburban Sacramento, California, where fans of a one of the high schools was pissed off that their team lost on a close play at the plate and decided to give the ump the beat down in the parking lot. If you can imagine behavior as utterly uncivilized and brutish as that among human beings, just just inexcusable. I just I and again, this is it's a big cloudy. This is vapor. This is hard to pin down. But the post-World War II society was much more about reasonableness, duty to community, uh, moderation, um, in in the way that our modern society is much more about self-aggrandizement, fame, uh, wealth, uh, you know, conspicuous consumption. I just think we're, we're at different, our cultural norms have changed a lot. 
Uh, yeah. And it affects things like portion size. I mean, the obesity epidemic, I think, is tied to, well, it's, it, that's tied to a lot of stuff. Sure. But I think part of, part of it's cultural. Um, worth pointing out, you know, since uh, Michael's avoided restaurants, I've walked out of an ice cream shop. None of the three people involved in this conversation. You want to get in on it, Alex? None of the people. Of your de- none of the people involved in this conversation are, uh, you know, underwear models. Could be described as svelte. I'm wearing myself sh- included. I'm wearing shapewear as we speak. All right, so. <laughs> That's where we are on this conversation. So, so we speak not from a place of judging, but of trying to understand. Well, right, and just yeah. uh, when they, again, I'm not the average person. Maybe some of you are excited when they bring you that cheeseburger. But when I get it, I always think, why the frig is this so giant? I mean, come on. And I guess part of that is knowing that I don't have the, the ability to eat half of it and throw the mm. other half away, which would be the smart thing to do. I'm going to eat the whole thing. You put it in front of me. Of course, I'm like a dog. Wow. Wow. What was I had a point to this at the beginning. I feel like I was working toward a point, and I lost the threads thinking about cheeseburgers. I doubt it. I don't know, Michael. What does past history tell you? Does he have a point? My three favorite foods, steak, cheeseburgers, and gravy, in that order. You fool! (laughs) And I got distracted by number two. I think I had a point. Mm, overeating portion size. How did it? Where do we start? Well, I was teasing the fact that we're going to have a good classic talk radio conversation about the swimsuit uh, oh, issue yeah, yeah, that has the yeah. plus size model on it. And Jordan Peterson had to quit Twitter because he got so much blowback for making a comment that she's not beautiful and blah, blah, blah. We'll get into all that later this hour, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe she'd be more beautiful if she got a butt lift. Uh, of course, now we're out of time in this segment, oh, so I can't crap. really get into this. Well, it's a good tease. So we're going to hear about butt lifts. I'm not exactly sure what one is. I assume it takes your butt and puts it higher than it otherwise would be. Mm, not necessarily higher. No? Okay. Uh, big, bigger. Bigger. Okay. Let's see, I clearly don't even have any idea what it is then. I you, thought it you, was lifting it up. You want to cut up. You go, right. You want the Kardashian boot? Okay. I, I, all these years I've heard about butt lifts. I thought it was just making it higher. I didn't know it made it bigger. Well, it could be that the field, the butt lift field, has evolved uh, to reflect modern tastes. In fact, it certainly has. Okay. So it might have been what you were thinking of, and it's become something else. I didn't know that my butt was lower than I wanted. Have you seen it lately? Nope. Place. Moving down. I have never looked. Sagging like an old pair of socks. I've never seen my huh? own buttocks, I don't believe. <laughs> Sagging like a pair of socks. That's terrible. Uh, the, the, the conversation around uh, the plus size thing is, well, a lot of it is what you think it's going to be. But there's some, <laughs> other, there's some other interesting wrinkles also. All that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of people, though, are skeptical that you can get inflation down to your 2% goal uh, without a recession. What, what do you know that they don't? I don't know anything that they don't. I mean, I, I would say it, it's, there's no disagreement here, really. It is, it is a, going to be a challenging task. That's Jerome Powell, Fed chairman, saying it's going to be challenging to avoid a recession. I wish everybody would 
quit acting like a recession is like finding out you have cancer. It happens now and then. It's part of the whole economic cycle. We're not going to die. I don't want one, but of course we're going to end up with a recession at some point. Um, Whatever. People can and do have wonderful quarters of their life (laughs) during a quarter where the economy contracts slightly. Right. Exactly. Right. It's not like, you know, jackbooted thugs go around kicking you in your genitals all quarter long or anything like that. I mean, well, I remember the last recession. Barbaric. I couldn't even tell you when the last recession was I, uh, without a guess. I mean, a wild guess. I have no idea. That's how meaningful it was. But I remember last recession. Uh, we, we, we ate our family pets. That was rough. But yeah. uh, that's the way recessions are. You know, you're down to and your worse. Pets. The neighbor family pets. Hey, oh. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, that should be fun to endure together. A uh, big article in the New York Times recently about the BBL craze. Uh, uh, that's the Brazilian butt lift craze, especially in Miami, where it's so desired. There are multiple surgeons giving it out. And then dozens of recovery centers that have opened up because the recovery is so painful and long. You need to go to a special place for a couple of weeks to recover. From your Brazilian butt lift. Oof. I, I, I'm amazed by people who do... Uh, it's not just elective surgery, but it's elective surgery that is so um, uh, b- b- superficial. I'm surprised by people who do superficial surgery that is going to be painful with a long recovery. Man, you got to really care about the way your nose looks, boobs look, butt looks to undergo something painful for a long time and of course expensive yeah the interesting thing about this new york times piece is it's got a lot of details and statistics and stories and 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 that uh you know what you'd expect out of journalism i mean for instance uh it's called the brazilian butt lift not because it was necessarily invented in brazil but you think of brazilian women having like you know perky butts bigger butts i don't i don't but okay I don't really, uh, I don't really have memorized the various uh, nationalities' uh, butt shapes. American women are also traveling to all over Central America, Mexico, whatever, seeking even cheaper surgical and recovery options, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then they go into some individual stories of women expressing why they needed a bigger, rounder bottom. Um, I couldn't feel confident to start a business or get a loan so start a business or buy a or house a until I had a bigger, rounder butt. What? I, I, I always thought this had to do with dating uh, or getting a mate, not so you could go in and get a home loan. <laughs> well, that's, that's what's so strange. And they quote this exotic dancer from Rhode Island. Everyone says that you should wait because your body doesn't fully come in until you're like 30. And I'm 20 years old. And why am I going to wait until I'm 30 to be snatched? Your body doesn't fully come in until you're 30. Okay. Many of the women I spoke to felt that they needed to achieve this look before they could feel fully confident or get a loan or start a business. For women perpetually left on the fringes of the beauty landscape, there is a dark twist and a serious risk to the length that they will go to in order to realize this body. I th- see what I'm, the point I'm driving at is the tone of this article is weirdly like, this is great. It's fine. It's super. Why wouldn't anybody do this until very late in it? Yeah, it seems like it has an extra layer of justification going throughout it. Yeah, it does. Exactly. And then, you know, after a while, you come to the uncomfortable conclusion that a lot of the women who virtually all of the women profiled in this article are women of color. 
and apparently having a bigger, rounder booty is uh, is 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 important to them. To the point of they don't feel confident enough to get a loan or start a business unless they have a big butt. And at no point does anybody say, you know, what you need is not a bigger butt, but some help with your emotional health. Right. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the problem is uh, if you think this is going to drastically change your life. I mean, I'm vain enough that uh, if I could for cheap and without pain change various parts of me, I probably would. But, man, to go through the expense, the pain, and everything like that, just to look a little better, it's oftentimes because you've got some much greater expectations of how this is going to change your life. Yeah. Well, and the the risk of complications is way high in these procedures. Oh, I mean, it's scary high. I've I've told this story many times, but um, I knew a woman. She worked at this. uh, Gladys, did you quit? I was telling a story of my past earlier, and she just sat there asleep. I didn't want to wake her up. She sits on a stool in the corner and is nodding off. I think she's on the horse. She's <laughs> nodding. You think she's on heroin? Yeah. Or That's she's a just hell old. of an allegation. Or she's just old and stayed up late. I don't know. She likes the Wheel of Fortune. So I was... Well, she had her uh, sad trombone player come over to, quote, uh, watch Netflix and chill, as I understand. <laughs> so Gladys the harp player... And the sad trombone player. Well, they're dating. All right. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. Gladys? There you go. Uh, I worked at a bar, and there was this, like, way above average uh, attractive woman that worked at the door taking the tickets or whatever, taking the money on the way into the nightclub. And um, she got a major jaw operation done. And I, rem- I-, I remember it because she had her mouth wired shut for like a month. And uh, so she'd have to talk like this and could only take in food through a straw. And she was, like, at the very top of beautiful. But she felt like she had the tiniest underbite or overbite. I don't even know which it was. It was minor enough that nobody would have even known. And she got her jaw moved, like, an eighth of an inch one direction or not. Huge, painful, swollen, big thing over her head. Recovery. And I'm like, Wow. So oftentimes, my point being, oftentimes the people that do this are already people that are attractive. I think attractive people probably get more of this stuff done than unattractive people. Don't you? Hasn't that been your experience? People that are uh, already at the in your in your top quarter of attractiveness are getting more boob jobs, chin jobs, liposuction, whatever than anybody else. Yeah, certainly. Um, and and I've not walked a mile in these shoes. Certainly, if you are a very attractive person, and that attractiveness starts to fade as time goes on, uh, hanging on to that becomes a very high priority. That's true. I don't know what it's like to have that be a chunk of my personality. Obviously. <laughs> so yeah that going away would be problematic sure as a half wit for instance if i was down to a third of a wit i would find that very threatening so i would do whatever i could but uh, i just think it's interesting a this this trend in general and b the new york times weird tone they do get to the horrific risks late in the article but uh anyway brazilian butt lifts uh, look into them If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. Look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand wherever you find podcasts. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Our friend Ian Bremmer said something interesting about uh, Elon Musk and Twitter, among other things that we can talk about on the way. We haven't really touched on Ukraine much. Stay here. 
and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The first signs of a Russian disaster, a Z-marked Russian tank being salvaged by Ukrainian troops. Ukraine and NATO have claimed that Russia suffered badly here. They estimate 70 to 80 vehicles destroyed and a whole Russian battle group of a thousand men mauled. Yeah, that's that story that we've talked about for a while, but finally reporters are getting into that area with the failed river crossing by the Russians. Actually tweeted out a great explanation from our buddy Mike Lyons on CNN the other day of uh, how the Ukrainians pulled that off. Hmm. They were lying in wait watching that entire river crossing, and the Russians didn't know it. So the Russians laid down the pontoon bridge, which I guess you can put up in a couple of minutes. I didn't know that. But it's really fast. And then drove the vehicles across and then defleted the pontoons. And then the Ukrainians just obliterated everything that was sitting there on the other side, on their side of the river. Because the, wow. the, the Russians didn't know the Ukrainians were right there. Yeah, it's a great victory. Meanwhile, Russia's uh, at least temporarily gotten a hold of the, uh, the swath of the country to get that land bridge to Crimea from Russia. So it's uh, far from over. Yeah, um, 
So a couple of things from Ian Bremmer, who seems to get more play now than he ever has on various shows and channels. He tweeted this out yesterday. The number of cars sold in Shanghai. Shanghai is still locked down because of the COVID. In April of 2021, there were 26,000 cars sold in Shanghai. In April of 2022, zero. That's how shut down Shanghai is. Year to year, same month. 26,000 cars sold to zero. Man, that's a city that is shut down. I understand it's starting to open up a little bit, but uh, yeah. Ian was also on uh, one of your cable news shows today talking about uh, Twitter and Elon and how that whole thing is going. The person that runs Twitter, I mean, they decided, not because of a regulatory authority, but they decided to remove the sitting president of the United States from that platform. Elon Musk has made very clear that if he he ends up owning it, if he buys it, it doesn't look very likely at this point, um, that he would re-platform President Trump. So simply for that reason, I mean, this is a much more important decision in response to January 6th than anything the United States Congress or the Supreme Court has possibly done. I thought that was interesting that he feels like, at least so far, it would be a bigger deal in the whole world of Trump that he gets put back on Twitter by Elon than any of the stuff they've that has come out of the January 6th committee. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he stated matter-of-factly that the deal going through was unlikely at this point. I, I didn't think that until I saw a slightly different version of the headline yesterday. So when I heard that um, Elon says it's on pause until he until he can figure out how many of the accounts were fake, well, I thought, well, that's just, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in this car. I'm going to buy this car as soon as my mechanic looks it over, assuming everything's fine, I'll buy it. I thought that's what was going on. Yesterday when I saw the quote of... Um, you need to verify that fewer than 5% of the accounts are fake. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, then that might be slightly different. He might be looking for a way out if he thinks well, that it's a bigger number than that. Yeah, and or what he's saying, and I actually do think he's looking for a way out, but you could certainly justify it as Twitter claimed that fewer than 5% of the accounts were fake, and he thinks it's a lot higher. Why do you think he's looking for a way out? Because uh, Twitter stock has plunged um, and Tesla stock has plunged, reducing his wealth and his available capital. So he'd have to come up with more additional financing to close the deal with with Twitter. Why do you think Tesla stock has plunged? Do you think it's related to him buying Twitter? Uh, I, I haven't really studied it. I think maybe partly. I just think it's also the fact that all stocks have plunged. I don't know if you've sure. seen the market lately. Good it's point. Ugly. Good point. Good point. So I wonder about that. Anecdotally, I've seen a lot and heard a lot in my own life from people who have turned hard against Elon and would not buy a Tesla or wish that they didn't drive a Tesla since he decided to buy Twitter, which I think is crazy. I don't buy cars based on the politics of the owner, but uh, that's me. Well, then that's so funny because, you know, there's a certain brand of red meat conservative that looks at electric cars as is some sort of terrible betrayal. And then... Yeah, definitely. Now liberals say, I won't buy a Tesla because Elon's running it. <laughs> I right. guess he better start marketing to moderates. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That could, that could end up being a major shift in at least the world's richest man's position in the world. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of Ian Bremmer, I happen to be checking out uh, the Twitter machine, speaking of Twitter as well. Uh, a couple of things he tweeted recently. Biden administration hit a pause, in quotes, on its Homeland Security Disinformation Government Board. If you don't you didn't hear that, we broke that news earlier. They've announced that they're pausing the new uh, Ministry of Truth. And uh, Bremmer tweets, let's make that permanent. Which reminds me, I was talking about that... Dopey Washington Post article entitled How the Biden Administration Let Right-Wing Attacks Derail Its Disinformation Efforts. Pretending that this Taylor, that this, uh, this, uh, the scary Poppins chick, whose name I can never remember, and it doesn't matter, I'll, I'll probably never hear of her again, but, um, uh, the Jankowitz, Nina Jankowitz, pretending that she's not just a left-wing hack, cause she's a left-wing hack. She has participated in more misinformation and disinformation than 98% of Americans could in a lifetime. The idea that she's the head of this board is hilarious. But the WAPO's weeping article, article about how it's right Right-wing nasties who've, who've frightened the Biden administration into shutting this down. I hadn't even noticed it's by the awful, awful Taylor Lorenz, the woman who doxes average citizens and try to, tries to ruin their lives because she doesn't like what they tweeted. She's a horrible person. It's a horrible article. The Washington Post ought to be ashamed they employ her. Anyway. If you're following uh, the policy, go ahead. Are you, you uh, have one more thing for me and Bremer. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, New York Times story. Speaking of formerly solid journalists who've lost their effing minds, what psychiatry calls psychosis, the hearing voices movement calls non-consensus realities. It provides support (laughs) groups for people with hallucinations and is part of an effort to reform how the mental health field approaches severe psychiatric conditions. So things that don't exist now are non-consensus realities. So do they think... As Bremer tweets, stop. Just stop. So does somebody feel like there's uh, somebody stigmatizing, hallucinating too much? And we need to make it more okay? Yes. Give give it a term nobody knows what it means. That's how you destigmatize something. Seen it over and over again. Non-consensus realities. Wow. If you were following the Pennsylvania race yesterday, it's still unknown whether or not Dr. Oz beat McCormick in the race between the Republicans. That that lady who came out of nowhere, um, no point in talking about her anymore, I guess, but she finished a distance third. But it's very close between Oz and McCormick, both very Trumpy. I mean, both trying to get. So the idea that this is a real uh, rebuke of Trump if Oz loses. Yeah, the other guy ran on exactly like being Donald Trump and won, though, so. Trumpiness won, even if Trump doesn't, which seems if that freaking charlatan quack, Dr. Oh. Oz wins. Oh. And that, that's an embarrassment. That is absolutely an embarrassment that Dr. Oz might, that even has a sniff at being a U.S. senator. He is a charlatan through and through before he ran. And oh, anyway, enough of that. Hopefully, I think he's, he's he was ahead last I saw. Well, a substantial uh, chunk of the electorate voted for him just because they thought, well, everybody's heard of him, so he might win. I've seen him on TV. Might be it. Uh, UK announced their inflation has hit 9%, highest level in more than 40 years, so it's not just the United States of America. Um, And then I had one more. Oh, uh, Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus is coming back and going to tour the country this Summer, but with no, really? but with no animals. So if you like, just 
kind of gymnastics and some people twirling around and whatnot, but no lions and tigers. Oh, my. Uh, go ahead and enjoy that. Well, I don't think I'll clowns, be taking... They'll have clowns. I ain't taking my kids. I've, I've paid quite a bit of money to have good seats for it in the past to see the animals up close, but I ain't just... Uh, no, I ain't going to do it. If you want to see clowns, follow politics. Hey. Oh, what, what the heck? <laughs> and let me dig up my music note because I thought it was. That reminds funny. me of that Kentucky Derby joke uh, that I uh, unleashed early in the show. Winning jockey was uh, invited to the White House, and he said, No, if I wanted to see a horse's ass, I'd have finished second. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Because the horse in front of him, he'd have seen his butt. <laughs> so, how, okay. how dumb is social media, Twitter in specific? Unspeakable. I saw the news break yesterday <laughs> that Eric Clapton canceled his tour because he has COVID. A couple of you texters pointed out that he he's anti-vax, but not just for no reason. He got the vaccine and says he uh, he had horrible physical reaction to the vaccine. He said he wasn't sure if he'd ever be able to play the guitar again, blah, blah, blah. So he is worried about the vaccine. That's what he says. Uh, so he was anti-vax, and um, he got COVID now, and some of you all think that's, I don't know, karma or something, whatever, I don't know. Um, he had to cancel his tour. But so I see this on the Twitter feed, and here are some of your replies. Just show you how stupid Twitter is. <laughs> Steve Winwood is a superior artist and vocalist. Why do people care about what's going on with Eric Clapton? Okay, that's that's one. Here's a oh, musician I like better. So stupid. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, and then somebody replied to that. Not a great take. Both of them are great artists. Okay, just a dumb conversation wow. among really? morons. Hey, thanks for stepping up. And thanks, then, Twitter. And then you could always get this. You always get this, no matter what the topic is. Somebody joins in with this. I couldn't care less about Eric Clapton. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. If I turn on the TV and they're giving me the tennis score, but I don't care about tennis, I don't feel a need to react in any way whatsoever. Dear Channel 7, I don't care about tennis scores. <laughs> Signed, Albert Damas. <laughs> oh, my God. Who are you people who who take the time to engage in these conversations? One more reason to unplug the Internet, whether it's people with ugly, ugly ideologies finding a thousand people around the globe who say, yeah, you're right, which is enough to make you think, yes, I am right. As opposed to the past, where every single human being you met in real life would say you're nuts and your ideology is stupid and you would abandon it. Then you got the, just the, the, the exchange of bile by morons. I don't care about that musical artist. Here's a musical artist I like better. That is just like slightly above grunting like a beast in terms of having a thought. What the hell is wrong with people? Wow. I don't care about Mick Jagger. Mariah Carey's a better singer. Who was that for? (laughs) What do you think you've done here? That's What's the question. Oh I need to have a tweet <sighs> that is, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> or something? What do you think you're accomplishing here? That I just reply to though, all those people with those. Look up the word vacuous and think about it for a while. <laughs> we will you numbnut. We will finish oh. strong next. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We hadn't mentioned this. uh, As the progressive world tries to craft the perfect society, in 2018, California came up with a law that required companies to have at least two or three women on their board of directors. Well, a judge has uh, stated that it violates the state's constitution's equal protection clause and can't do that. As I believe, of course it does. As I believe we and everybody else said at the time, another California judge had struck down a similar law last month that mandated uh, you got to have a certain number of black people on your board or a number of people of gay people on your board or whatever. So telling private companies you have to have, like if you got 10 board members, you got to have X number of women, X number of this race, X number of gay people. Uh, how can I run a company like that? So anyway, the judges rightfully said that that's a bad idea. Yeah, I'm sure the judge had to be uh, forced to actually writing out the opinion since it's so self-evident that it's unconstitutional. But part of the reasoning was, um, 
Number one, it's unconstitutional. Number two, you haven't brought me anybody who says they are harmed by this. Number three, there's no proof it would do anybody any good. Number four, uh, to the extent that it does exist, it hasn't demonstrably done any good. What the hell are you thinking, you utopian unicorn-riding dopes? Speaking of exotic beasts, I've been asking for this all show long. Jack stands in my way. Why does he oppose me? Michael, play us clip number seven. I was shocked that someone had recorded it and shocked that it went viral. They were very excited, the monkeys. They would look excited, but not in a positive way. They were actually really upset. No animal was ever abused. I think they liked the Cheetos, didn't they? They loved them. I don't think I did anything wrong. Okay, what the hell happened there? That is a woman who broke into the monkey cage at the zoo in El Paso, Texas, fed the monkeys Cheetos, and has no idea why people are upset or why she was arrested. She's baffled as to why there's any problem here. Well, I don't know that I'm upset, but I don't uh, think you should The do monkeys that. were very excited. They liked the Cheetos. I uh, kind of feel like karma would have been you getting your face eaten off, but... Tell you what, a bunch of Cheeto monkeys around here. That's what I say. <laughs> wow. Okay, so now that you know the backstory, enjoy the drivel of the moron. Michael, let's hear it one more time. I was shocked that someone had recorded it and shocked that it went viral. They were very excited, the monkeys. They would look excited, but not in a positive way. They were actually really upset. No animal was ever abused. I think they liked the Cheetos, didn't they? They loved them. I don't think I did anything wrong. That's obviously the zookeeper interjecting there in the middle of it. No, they weren't excited. They were freaking agitated. There was a human in there. Uh, yeah, I I think you just leave the humans in there is the way you handle these situations from now on. Go ahead and close the door behind her and say good luck with that. If you ever wondered what happened to the whoa, girls who stole the Girl Scout money, eh, they got all growed up and are feeding Cheetos to monkeys. <laughs> There's already an Elvis of Throats now presenting Armstrong and Getty. I don't know why that weirds me out, but it does. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There is our technical director pressing the buttons, Michelangelo. Michael, lead us off. Yeah, earlier in the show, we were talking about people uh, getting plastic surgery, and they weren't willing to do stuff until they got the plastic surgery. Well, guys, next week I'm going to get calf implants so I can go refinance my home. There you go. That's a great plan. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, do you have a final thought? You know, you were talking about the idiots on Twitter. I had a, well, recently had a much different experience on Twitter. Somebody sent me a video of the 1996 Democratic Convention where everyone was dancing to the Macarena, and it's one of the most frightening things I've ever seen in my life. I think I'm going to link it to the website so you can be scared, too. Mass psychosis. That's armstrongandgetty.com. Jack, a final thought for us? Well, I've decided to leave you tired for the rest of the day with my final thought. Donald Trump is urging Dr. Oz to declare victory and says if Oz loses, the election was rigged. So look forward to it. It's already very, very close. And if Oz loses, look forward to that story if you want it. Folks, seriously now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you know what I'm saying. My final thought, uh, a friend told me about a friend of his, mutual friend who uh, 
He was uh, in his 70s, went to his doctor. Doctor said, you're looking great. Went to his cardiologist. Two days later, his cardiologist said, "Uh, everything's great. Well done. Keep up the good work. The next day, he died. As Warren Zevon said when he was talking to David Letterman about his incurable cancer, enjoy every sandwich. Enjoy the time you have and the people you have it with because you just don't know. No, you don't. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Put the final thought and final thoughts there, Jeez, didn't I'd I? say. Huh? Go to armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of good stuff there. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. But you're haranguing me. That's not right. You fool! I think that's a part of it. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. I expected more. I don't give two craps. But that's not even the point. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, your no! All right, I admit it. I harangued him. <laughs> I did what? And I'd do it again, and I'm glad I did it. I'd harangue him again. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.